0: Hello and welcome to Sangam Lit. This is Nandini Karki and in this episode we perceive the courage, fame and generosity of a king as portrayed in Sangam Literary work Purananuru 11, penned for the Chera King Palai Paadiya Perankadango by the poet Pei Magal Ilavayiniyar. The verse is situated in the category of padam tine, or praise of a king, and elaborates the joyous elements in the king's town, and the specifics of his rewards to performers. Arima yer tiral munkai val ilai madamangayer varimanal Punai pavik kulavichinei pu koidu tan porunai Punal payum vin porupugal viral Vanji பாடல் சான்ற vernal, vendanum – வெப்பு webuudaya aran kadandu, tuppu uruvar, puram petrisine, puram petra vaaya vendan, maram padiya, padini yumme, yeruudaya vruk kalan jen, ilai குரல் ilai petra padini Yena Ang, alal Purinda Tamare, The king celebrated in this poem is a poet too, who has spent many intricate poems depicting the aham or inner world in Sangam works such as Natrine and Kurunduge specializing in the landscape of Pale or drylands, which talks about separation. It must take a special skill to sing of a king who is a skilled poet too. The words of this female poet can be translated as follows. With their well-rounded forearms covered with soft hair, young innocent girls wearing shining jewels pluck flowers from curving branches to decorate their dolls made from streaked sand. Then they dive into the cool Porunai river, in the renowned Wanji town, whose fame spreads to the skies. The renowned king, who rules from this town celebrated in poems, destroys forts of enemies and receives the sight of his enemies' rear. The female singer, who praises the courage of this strong king, who has seen such a defeat of his enemies, receives beautiful, heavy, well-crafted jewels from the king. The skilled male singer, who sings in perfect accompaniment with the female singer, the one who received those jewels, receives a golden lotus crafted in the glowing fire, adorned with a silver string. Time to explore more about this Chera king. The poet talks about the young maiden in the land of this king describing them as having fleshy arms, an indicator of health and beauty in the Sangam times. From the description of the hands of these maiden, the poet turns to their actions and mentions how they make sand dolls from the silt of the river and then decorate these dolls with the flowers from bent branches. Following this, the poet details how the maiden take a dive in the Porunai river nearby. These joyous elements have been captured to describe the capital of this king, the town of Wanji. Moving on from the town to the king, the poet talks of him as one who is victorious in battle and one who makes his enemies scuttle from the battlefield. And when this victory is sung about by a female singer, she is awarded well-chosen chunky ornaments. The male singer who accompanies this female singer is gifted a golden lotus crafted from fire and woven around with a silver string. Such is the rich and aesthetic taste of the king who celebrates these poets so. In describing the gifts others receive, this poet seems to be making a statement that she has not received the same and hopes to move the king into rendering gifts to her too. What strikes me here is how, so as to denote the prosperity and peace of a place, it's to women this Sangam poet turns to. They talk about how these maiden are healthy and happy, indulging in carefree play in the capital of this king. It brings to my mind certain countries that measure their wealth not by the economic gross domestic product but by the parameters of gross national happiness. As this age-old poem subtly demonstrates if all countries would turn their focus in enhancing this GNH and specifically the happiness of women, then the world entire would be a much better place. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.